everyone, welcome to Shockcast number 190. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Good. Brian, we are 10 episodes away from our huge, extravagant Shockcast 200. Oh my god. Is is Shotcast 200 just going to be us as usual? I mean, ask me what I have planned, Ryan. Ask me, ask me, ask me, George. What do you have planned for Shotcast 200? Go, George. What do you have planned for Shotcast 201? I'm sorry, 200. So, (laughs) I have no idea. I literally just saw that right now. I'm like, holy crap! Ten away from 200. (laughs) Uh, The the pressure is real. It's 10-ish weeks away, so we'll probably get there by, like, the New Year or something, so we'll do something cool for the New Year show, but I don't know, something to think about and panic over, but hello and welcome. We took last week off because we were doing Comic-Con stuff. We got to see some video games. Some. There were some. It was a very, the the video game presence at uh, this year's New York Comic-Con was very small. There was a lot of, like, off-site stuff uh, during the week that was really cool. Uh, I went to Sony. You guys went did some cool Nintendo Smash Brother thing, um, but yeah, most of the games on the floor, not much because I know there was Namco Bandai. Uh, there was a Skylander thing happening. Yep. And uh, Capcom. Capcom and Cap- was the other big one. And yeah, Capcom. They were really the only two like big ones there. Uh, before we get into this stuff, though, do we want to do new releases since we yeah, forgot sure. about that? Or? Yeah, okay. sure. All right. Uh, so, there were video games that came out this week, believe it or not. Uh, no. There were a lot of them, especially because, <laughs> this has been a busy month for games between this month and last month, so uh, I've bought already like two or three. So, uh, anyway, uh, so new releases for October 12th, uh, 2014 to October 19th, 2014. We have uh, the big one this week, uh, The Evil Within, uh, which is out on PS3, Xbox 360, PS4, PC, Xbox One. Uh, we have Tears to TR2, Air of the Overlord for PS3, uh, Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition for Xbox One and PS4, Meat yeah. for PS4 and PS Vita. Ooh, uh, but yeah, I, I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but I've heard it's really good. Um, Borderlands, the pre-sequel for PC, Xbox 360, and PS3. Minecraft PlayStation Vita Edition for PlayStation Vita. I figured that's kind of a giveaway, but... <laughs> Uh, Pets Beach for 3DS. That's Pets with a Z, by the way, just just to clarify. So, um, Duck Dynasty for 3DS, Xbox 360, Xbox One, PS3, PS4, and PC. Yeah, say this one, Ryan. <laughs> uh, Senran Kagura, Shinobi vs. Let's Get Physical Limited Edition for PlayStation Vita. And Senran can... Kag- oh, God damn it. Kagura... Kagura Shinobi versus oh one week there's always that one Japanese game that I just cannot <laughs> every time. Uh, Peggle two for PSV, uh, PS4. Peggle two, uh, yeah. Uh, Duck Dynasty, the GameStop exclusive Duck Deluxe Edition for Xbox 360. I did not know that existed. No, that, uh, one's, that, that one has extra homophobia inside it. Just... Sure. Uh, anyway, we have uh, The Walking Dead season one for PS4. Uh, Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures two for PS3. Uh, that's I think it's on other systems, too, but it only says PS3. But anyway, uh, Lone Survivor, the director's cut for PS4 and Wii U. Uh, In Space, We Brawl for PS4 and PS3. Uh, Best of Board Games for PS3 and PS Vita. (laughs) The next one is, ah, for the awesome. (laughs) Mobile Brundle for web browsers. Uh, So it's for for, uh, browser. Um, FTL, uh, Faster Than Light Advanced Edition. uh, Browser. Those are, yeah. uh, Okay, so... 
uh, Osmos for browser, Zenbound 2 for browser, and Dustforce DX for browser. Those are all, oh, and uh, Democracy 3, Humble, Mozilla, okay. So those are all parts of, uh, those last couple games are part of the uh, this week's Humble Mozilla bundle, which is going on this week. Um, Legend of Grimrock 2 for PC, Castlevania, Harmony of Dissonance for Wii U. Uh, I believe that was originally a DS game, no, GBA game. It was either GBA or DS, but it's being released on Wii U. Um, Harvest Moon GBC2 for 3DS. It's a release of Game Boy Color Harvest Moon game. And Paper Monsters Recut for Wii U. So a lot of stuff out this week. So, which, one are you, which one are you going with, Ryan? Um, well, I am reviewing Borderlands the pre-sequel, so I'll, I'll get rid of that. Um, I will probably go with The Evil Within just because I'm really looking forward to playing that game. Uh, a close second to Duck Dynasty just because that game looks really ridiculous um, in a lot of ways. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to go with The Evil Within. Uh, Needhog as well. Needhog I've wanted to play for a while as well, but I'm going to go with the PC version for that. Okay, I'm going to go with the game I reviewed uh, last week, Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition. I, I just did my video for uh, for Joysticking with George, so you should keep an eye out for that, uh, where I just started, I, I, I took a guy, just a random pedestrian, and by the way, my character Wei Shan is just naked in just Yakuza body paint, so I just took a guy, smashed his as, face as against a car. your character would be, probably, but yeah, anyway. Exactly. So I took a guy, smashed his face against a car, and just left him there, and then just kind of hung around for a second, an ambulance came by. So two paramedic dudes came out. They, like, checked his pulse. And I'm just standing over, like, oh, what's going to happen here? They're like, we can still save him. They take out two defibrillators. They do check, doom, check, doom. The guy comes right back up to life. And I'm like, wow, what, this is a miracle. The people of Hong Kong are just these two men are, are, are angels. And I took that guy and stuffed him in a trunk and then just kind of left him there. And nice. that, Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> so yeah, the Sleeping Dogs of Edition. I was I'm picking that this week. Evil Within I did pick up. I haven't touched it yet, and I'm kind of looking forward to it. So, but I, I'm I'm gonna go with the, that random moment where I just created my own story there of like horrible person and he gets brought back to life, and then I'm like the psycho serial killer that put him back in a trunk and like you're never gonna escape me. But uh, yeah, also Needhog's really good if you want like, a good uh, like cool little fencing game. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Comic Con. How how how'd your how'd your Comic Con go? I, I realize this is one of the only events where a bunch of us went to but never actually saw each other, which was weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. As I was gonna say, the only I think the only uh, Dual Shockers people, uh, you know, from our team that I saw were uh, Alyssa and Dana. Who were really everyone else. I didn't I didn't see you. I didn't see Jor, uh, you know, Joel or Al or like it was weird. I didn't see like anyone. Uh, yeah, I went towards like uh, I I I kind of slept in those mornings and went towards into the uh, later afternoon, which was things were like a little bit more calmer in like the press room, and yeah. just kind of yeah, and then just kind of hung out with just other games press people afterwards because yeah, best I, uh, you barely run into people anymore, so it's like this is the best time to catch up with certain folks and yeah. I uh, I tend I didn't really stay a lot in the press room just because like I was busy right I I was only able to go really for Saturday and Sunday I was there a little bit Friday uh, but I was working so you know I didn't really get a chance to do anything on Thursday mm -hmm. or Friday really uh, so Saturday and Sunday I was trying to hit hard and go see like you know all the show floor stuff and I uh, I also I got a new camera a couple months ago so I was uh, testing it out at Comic Con so it was yeah. basically my, it was my my first test run really with it so it was great mm -hmm. I did. Um, I did a short video up on the, the DualShockers YouTube channel you can check out that's just kind of a short, like, highlights montage video mm. of uh, some of the shots I got there, which was fun. I got a lot of photos. Um, but, yeah, also, I didn't stay at the press room a lot because there was no Wi-Fi uh, for you press. And there was no – there was one power strip at the very front of the press room that people were huddling over, and that was it. So the press room was absolutely atrocious this year. So I, I – 
barely stuck around there at all. I maybe spent like two hours there at most, but I didn't waste my time there because it was not worth wasting time. Yeah, it was the same. It's and last year wasn't that great, but like you know, at least last year we had Wi-Fi. And to me, yeah. it's like, what the hell happened? It was way, it was way better last year. Like there, there were at least you know some outlets, and uh, you know there there was Wi-Fi that was accessible with press. But you know, all they had was they had one hour of free public Wi-Fi you could use uh, in the press room. And that was it. There was no other Wi-Fi, and half of the press room was taken up by this new VIP lounge that they added. So there was a lot of uh, a lot of space kind of wasted, so... Yeah, it was it, it was a shame. So it was actually really hard to actually cover the event, because once you're yeah, there and once you're doing actual work, you had to either go to a Starbucks or pay for Wi-Fi, and I'm, I refuse to pay for Wi-Fi, because it's not even that good. Yeah, it's not it's it's not worth it. It's just that you're better off just, like, walking across to, like, a Starbucks nearby or whatever, but anyway. But, but um, how, did, how did your show go? As uh, it was... It was good. Uh, this is my second year going to Comic-Con, so it was nice just because I, you know, last year I was kind of like, it was my first time going, so I was a little, like, overwhelmed. Like, oh my god, I don't know where anything is, and the Javits Center is kind of confusing and big. Um, so this year I was just happy to go, you know, because I was a little bit more familiar with the, you know, the layout of everything. But it was a lot of fun. I thought it was good. I, I thought, it, you know, there, obviously there wasn't a lot of gaming stuff there. Basically the stuff you mentioned at the beginning between, like, Bandai Namco <laughs> and Capcom was really about it. And then, like, the one Skylanders thing they had. But otherwise, mm-hmm. gaming presence was very, very small this year. Um, but it was kind of good because it just it gave me, it, you know, rather than, like, rather than something like an E3 or a PAX where everything's gaming and you're trying, you're running, like, with, you know, like a chicken with your head cut off trying to cover mm-hmm. everything that's there it was nice because, you know, even though there wasn't a lot of stuff there, you got to spend more time with what was there. So, right. you know, I, I would get to play you know, I get to play more demos or, like, you know, get to spend a little bit more time with something rather than just trying to, like, oh, my God, I've got to cover everything that's here. So um, it was good. And I went to uh, I went to one panel for um, Telltale Games. They were doing a panel on The Walking Dead, just, like, a Q&A sort of session. Uh, it was hosted by um, IGN's Greg Miller was there moderating it, and then they had um, uh, Robert Kirkman was there and uh, Melissa Hutchison, who does the voice of Clementine. Um, I know there was the actor there who plays Kenny. I don't recall his name at the moment. Uh, but it was a fun panel. It was really good. And the crowd was really, like, energized. And uh, there were a couple of Clementine cosplayers there, which was really cool. So it was funny. They were going up to get pictures of Melissa and everything. But, um, but yeah, over, I had a really good show. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, and, obviously, it was, like, the biggest Comic-Con they've ever had, I think, at this point. So... Which is a good thing and a bad thing. So it was it was good because there are a lot of people there, but at the same time, there's a lot of people there, and it was really hard to get around. So, uh, so yeah. What about you? Um, I you know, it's, I thought it was a, uh, the show itself was like a little bit more toned down than usual. I, I was one of those people where it's like, hey, where's DC? I've no like DC had a very small presence. Usually they got like. You know, Marvel was all over the place. Like this huge yeah. booth, this whole surrounding. I feel thing. like if you if you weren't Marvel or The Walking Dead, you basically like you know you had a very limited presence. <laughs> Especially DC, they're really like it, Marvel's just like kind of taken over a lot. So yeah, it's strange. And you know, Marvel did uh, DC did have a nice little section where they had all the Batman costumes and all the uh, you got to see uh, the Ben Affleck uh, cowl and cape. And also the sad Batman statue from uh, the Dark Knight Rises, which was actually yeah. really cool when you get up close to it, and it's just like yeah, it was really cool. huge and intimidating, but it's just kind of I, hilarious. I got some sad. good, I got some good uh, pictures and video of the the statue and that exhibit a little bit, but yeah, it was funny, kind of funny seeing because every time I saw it, it made me think of the sad Ben Affleck Batman. Like every time I saw it, it was just like sad Batman. So. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, our editor Joel Tavares is trying to hump in, and I'm trying to like. Send Joel the invites, and I don't think he remembers how the internet works, so I'm gonna 
Press them and, and invite there, but uh, but yeah, so for that, I mean, I thought gaming uh, gaming wise, it felt a little bit light, and particularly yeah. for someone like you know, for people like us who want to go and cover video games, you almost didn't have really anything to do because you know, for me, Thursday and Friday was all I needed to kind of cover all my fun gaming stuff, and after that, you just kind of got to run around the floor. But I kind of like you know, I, I like talking about video games. I like I like seeing video games. I like seeing that have a presence there, and it wasn't. Wasn't that big, but it, uh, it was a lot more offsite stuff. So you know, I went to a, a really cool Sony event, and there he is, the man, myth, the legend, Joel Tavares. Just middle of our Comic Con talk, like I'm just like, I was, really, I was doing like all eloquent and shit, and he just comes in like, bam, there's your face. The, um, we we should for Joel's entrance, we should have used the music music from the Hatred trailer and just put that in. <laughs> music for this, but we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Joel Tavares, how are you? I'm doing all right, guys. How you guys doing? Wow, you are loud and clear. You've got nice timbre to your voice happening. It's, uh, I'm totally about it. Uh, we were just talking about Comic Con. How was your Comic Con experience? I know you met a very, you, you interviewed a very special person, and I don't mean special like mentally deficient. I mean special as in like super fucking awesome. Who did who, who did you see? Well, if you ask Al, we interviewed Todd McFarlane, but um, we interviewed <laughs> Todd McFarlane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if you ask me in my typos, Todd McFarland. Um, yep. <laughs> but uh, the creator of Spawn, that was kind of cool. That was like that was really my highlight of the uh, the show. It was pretty cool. And so, was uh, wasn't he a part owner at that uh, that Kurt Schilling Studios also? Yeah, he. Um, no, I think I think the story was that he uh, he picked up the. I'm not sure if he picked up the IPs from it, mm. but. Um, I, I gotta look into it because I feel like for, yeah, for whatever reason I, I, think I, I felt like he did the art. I feel like he was involved in like the art direction or character design or something like that. But I know he had some. His finger was in that pie in some I way. Know, I know Salvatore was in charge of like the story. R.R. Mm-hmm. Salvatore yeah. or R.A. Salvatore was in charge of the story. But maybe 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 McFarlane, McFarland, whatever you want to call him, McFarlane was uh, doing the art. I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe maybe he was. And uh, we were just talking about gaming stuff. You see any good, good games while you're out there? Anything catch your eye? Nope. <laughs> I heard there were games. I heard like rumors that there were games somewhere on the floor, but I didn't. There were some games. Yeah. There were more games outside of Comic Con in like surrounding buildings than there were in the actual Jacob Javits. Yeah, there, there were more. There were more like GameStop, you know, across the street or whatever than than what was at Comic Con. <laughs> there were there weren't really a whole lot. So. Uh, Ryan, what what you what you get to play? You you did some some write ups, but give me give me a quick rundown. What 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 you get your hands on? What you sink your teeth into? Those big Ryan teeth and said like, <laughs> what what what'd you play? Um, so the main things I played, I did previews of Resident Evil Revelations two and Lords of the Fallen, and I also played uh, Project Cars, which I'll have a preview going up very shortly on that. Um, that was really about it. I, I walked around and, like, watched some video from some stuff, like the, uh, DBZ, uh, DBZ Xenoverse, I think was the name, uh, DBZ Teen Xenoverse. I was watching a little bit of that just because, like, I'm not a big, like, you know, I, I've never really been into the, the games that much, um, but they're just fun to watch, uh, so I was watching a couple people play that. So, so yeah, I got to play DBZ Xenoverse or Xenoverse. Yeah, something like that, yeah. That game is a hot mess. Yeah, but I had <laughs> it looked so like it, but... I had so much fun playing it because um, you. It was just fun to watch, just to watch like people like you know kamehamehaing the shit out of people and like you know beating each other up. It was it was great. It was really fun. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. People doing what to each other? Kamehamehaing each other. Oh, I don't know. It was like. 
<laughs> I could have sworn you said kumpai, and I'm like, that's racist. And, no, it was not. <laughs> but, but, but the thing that had me really excited about this particular DBZ game, as opposed to like other really shitty DBZ games, because it's got that same awful camera, so the game looks really pretty in motion, but when someone creates some distance, it has this really bad lock-on camera. So if someone decides to fly above you, the camera just spins. Like that, and yeah. the game looks like a mess of just fireballs and nonsense. But the game, like, the thing that has me super excited is there's you know four player death matches, and also you can create a character for once, and then you can drop that person into a story because they're time patrol rangers. So they're essentially what Trunks does. He goes into the past, be like, oh man, this freezer guy's an asshole. So you can you get to do that and kind of you know you can make a female Saiyan, a female Namekian, uh, a, a, a Majin, those pink guys that Majin Buu is. Like, I was sitting there, and like one person behind me, I didn't know what uh, what that race was, and he goes, oh, yeah, that's a Majin. He's one of Majin Buu's guys. I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot. Fucking, I hate DBZ lore so much. <laughs> and me not knowing, like, me just totally, like, no self-awareness, just no spatial awareness. I'm just sitting there, and the guy's dressed up like Goku, and I'm here just like, this game is terrible. This reminds me how much I hate DBZ. And the guy, the guy wanted to choke me out, because I clearly was just like, Shitting on his parade, and he was just like, "Oh, I love this game!" Like, "Oh, this camera, blah." But uh, you were you were shitting on his li- his life right yeah. there. So, uh, uh, what else did I see? I also got to see uh, at a Sony event. I got to see Bloodborne, which I'm really curious about because I got to play half hour. But you know, it's long story. It's essentially Demon Souls, which is good because it's from off the giant scythe, right? I mean, you, what, what what are you carrying? Is it, is it a giant uh, scythe? Uh, well, my character, because there's four templates you can build, uh, you can pick for that game. So mine had these, like, dual meat cleavers. So I was like, okay. And, and a blunderbuss. I'm like, I, I can get down with this. And you guys like in cool leather armor. You kind of look like a Final Fantasy character, but not you know, not one of the lame ones. So I'm there, and, you know, it's very... When you play it, you can, you can tell that the people who made Demon's Souls made this game, because it's very claustrophobic in some areas. Uh, the combat is still very... Dependent on animation, the, the guy was like, "Yeah, every new person you're gonna run into is probably gonna kill you at least once because it's before you get familiar with how they move and how you know where their weak spots is, where you can roll." I do like the uh, there are no shields, there's no heavy armor, so it's a very offensive, heavy game. Meaning, they want you to parry and dodge because if you successfully can, uh, counter an enemy attack, you get some health back. So that's how they're kind of getting people. It's like, "Oh no, we're throwing you right in there," and then they're gonna you're gonna be surrounded by opponents. He said, so it's like you're. The numbers will be always against you, so it's always going to be a four-on-one, a six-on-one. So it's about, like, you know, doing good crowd control. That was really interesting. So one thing that kind of threw me off, though, because in my demo, I died a couple times, obviously, because it's, you know, it's, they're, they're fucking monsters. And, you know, it said, thank you for playing. Now you start back from the beginning. So the demo itself is only, you know, 20 minutes, half hour, uh, half hour long. So I asked the guy, I was like, well, that's kind of weird. I'm like, so how are you guys handling the death penalty in your game? And he's like, oh, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're still working that out. And as he was saying that, uh, Steven Totillo from Kotaku overheard us, and he says, excuse me? He goes, you don't have death worked out? He goes, they're trying out some things. And he's like, doesn't the game come out in February? And the guy had that look like, oh, I don't know the PR answer for this. And he goes, they, they have something. They're just not ready to reveal it yet. And then he immediately went, like, well, we're going to talk about multiplayer soon, so be ready for that. So he did like his cool little... <laughs> that, that, that's when, that's when he, uh, they punched you in, you guys in the head and just like knocked you out, so that way you like you know forgot that the was, answer. I was that, so. that, that poor Japanese PR man, because me and Steven Totillo suddenly just started like thinking of questions right off the bat. He goes, well, are, so we kept bringing back the death. He goes, oh, so are you going to have like a bonfire type system? Like legally, maybe, are you allowed to have a bonfire? He goes, well, we can't talk about it. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, oh, this, is, 
So, so oh, at, at some point, I was like, you know what? This, this guy's clearly not going to give me any answers. I'm just going to move on. But I got to see some really cool game at uh, the Sony event called uh, Big Fest, where you're like a music festival coordinator. Where the idea is, there's over you know like 200 bands that are all unsigned. So as you're making, you know, it's essentially like Clash of Clans. It's an energy-based free-to-play game that you can play on your PS4 or Vita, where, you know, you're just putting, you know, here are the food stalls, here's the, the security office. But the idea is you kind of get these, um, these bands that perform, and you have to make sure their performance goes smoothly because it builds up their rep and people love. So they're going to have this universal billboard of, so say Ryan's ukulele group comes up and they fucking kill it. You guys get some crazy rep, and That's then what happens is... So and in real time, it'll update this universal billboard, and other people will be like, "Oh, cool! So let me let me try getting Ryan's ukulele group and put him up here and see how that goes in my show." Because then you build what they call vibe, which is kind of like your rep, and like the higher vibe you have, the more points you have, and then you can invade other people's concerts and pull pranks. But when I asked him what's actually the point of this, he goes, "That's ah, to have fun." I'm like, "Like okay, like I'll, I'll send streakers to your concert, but." I want something from it. I just, you know, I need some sort of monetary benefit from fucking up Joel's, like, you know, R&B concert. And I do love the fact that they're going to have a bunch of different categories. So it's like, yeah, you're going to have some concerts where you're like, you need to get three R&B groups. And if you throw a country group in the middle, your vibe's going to go down and people are going to get pissed and walk out and not pay for things. I'm like, oh, sh this shit just got real. So essentially I'm thinking, oh, my God, I cannot wait to have a summer jam. Like, there. So that looks like going to be a neat game. I also saw Until Dawn. A best way to describe it, imagine Heavy Rain as a horror game, but with, like, somewhat better acting. Because it's not a bunch of Frenchmen doing American accents, it's a bunch of Americans <laughs> doing, like... So you're essentially playing through a slasher film, which is really cool. Uh, you know, the writing's a little bit hunky-dory and a little kind of cheesy, but the, uh, the, the just, just one, is amazing. One, one question, George. Does someone yell Jason at least at one point in this game? No, I was, I was uh, waiting, waiting for I'm that. Not buying it, it then, never so. happened. There is a serial killer clown that chases you through this, like, abandoned factory, and then when he catches you, he ties you up to, like, this crazy saw-like machine that's going to impale you. And I don't, I, I don't like clowns. I don't like scary clowns. I don't like... Because I think all clowns have the potential for murder. It's... I don't know if it's just a thing that happens when you become a clown. Your urge to kill just rises, or you just value life a lot less than other people. I guess you haven't been watching American Horror Story then. But anyway... Nope. It's like, nope, nope. <laughs> fuck that. I throw, I throw my hands up. Nope, the scary clowns, they can eat a dick. I don't, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> dealing with it. I don't want it. Uh, but And then, yeah, I, I played DBZ. And then, uh, yeah, and, and I think that was it. I got to sit through a, a PlayStation TV presentation. And PlayStation TV is finally out. Okay, so PlayStation TV is out. I saw a presentation about PlayStation TV about a, you know, a, week, a, week, a week ago. I, I still don't know what it is. So if one of you can illuminate and what I, because I, I said during the president, I was like, oh, because I'm an asshole. I'm like, so it's like a Roku, right, for like PlayStation stuff. And I guess the PR thing is we're not going to compare it to any of the streaming services. We're just like, no, no, but you have some video streaming services, and I just still could not get it. I'm like, so you can play games on this? Yes. Oh, so we're like all the games. There's no, no, not all the games. So what is PlayStation TV? So it's it's a Vita. It's a okay. set top. It's a set top Vita, right? But then. Um, because Vita has uh, the ability to do PlayStation Now, mm -hmm. you can stream uh, your PS3 game. Not your PS3 games. You can pay, mm -hmm. you know, to stream. Basically, it's a PlayStation Now box. Think about okay. it. Like, think about it like that. Basically, you know, this. I guess the target consumer is um, doesn't want the console in their mm -hmm. living room. Doesn't want, you know. Doesn't want to get a second PS4 for the bedroom. You could stream your PS4 stuff, yeah. right? Because it's it's a Vita. 
Yeah, that's the way it was told for me. It's like, hey, you know, maybe you got a kid who wants to play like Lego, whatever, and you don't want to put in the three hundred bucks for a PlayStation Three. You can just get them this thing, and it'll stream it live from there. Yeah, which, for a price. Which yeah, which is the best I can do. Which is the best I can do because it's just like the box itself looks kind of neat. And, like looks, I just I I personally don't have a need for it, and like I don't know how many people out there need a second or third. Like if I already have a PlayStation Three and a PlayStation Four, why do I need a PlayStation TV? I, I think it's kind of like to that, to that customer that doesn't want to plunk down the 200, I guess, whatever PS3 goes for that nowadays and wants access to a PS3 library, you know, okay. if, that, if that makes sense. I, yeah, sure. I, okay. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, or maybe you want to play Persona 4 in 720p oh. stretched out. Okay. I don't okay. know. Okay, now we're talking my language. Uh, but yeah, that was that was that was more or less that was more or less our Comic Con. I mean, but yeah, you should really watch that Tom McFarland interview because it's kind of great. Because I was there and my inner like emo like thirteen year old was like, oh man, this spawn was really good. Like, like <laughs> but yeah, he's amazing. He's a cool guy. He has a Barry Bonds ball, right? Like he bought one of Barry Bonds's balls. Yeah, he's a, a, a crazy baseball fanatic, and I think that's what tied him to the whole Kurt Schilling thing mm. with Thirty Eight Studios and um. You know, he uh, one of the first like licensed products that they did outside of comics was uh, Major League Baseball, and they you know McFarlane Toys made like really awesome. I don't want to call them action figures; they were more like statues almost. They were like works of art, you know, of uh, ball players. So, um, in the booth, he actually had like a Derek Jeter retirement figurine that was set up. It was pretty cool. But uh, but yeah, he has like crazy roots with baseball. He's obsessed with baseball, which was uh, it was nice. It was just nice catching up with him, you know. He seemed like really humble, really down to earth, and I can't believe it that in, in it like it's going on like thirty years, which is nuts. Yeah, that's that's he's he's aging <laughs> well actually. Yeah, huh? yeah. But good for him. Yeah. Uh, are, are we ready to move on from Comic Con? I'm I'm kind of Comic Con dot. I mean, my only good Comic Con story is I went to an after party that was a pirate ship <laughs> on Pier Forty. <laughs> those, those, I don't even. Rovio, the guys who make uh, Angry Birds, you yeah. know, doing Joel can't even. I can't. Yeah, Angry Birds, you know, they're making some sort of weird pirate app. So that's what they said when I went to it. He goes, oh, you guys are here for the app party? I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, and I went there, and it was, I, it was a replica pirate ship in the water with that shot cannons of confetti and had dubstep, and the DJ was like, where are all my pirates at? Say, arg! And we're like, arg! Oh, and come on, no and way. I'm there, and I'm there drinking grog, and I'm wearing an eye patch, and I'm like, I'm into it, because why the fuck not? Uh, who doesn't love the role play? Uh, yeah, it was super cold, because you're on the water, but yeah, that, that, was, that was really, really interesting. Uh, but yeah, that, that's all I have for Comic Con. Like I said, it, it felt like a very more low key Comic Con this year for whatever reason, and uh, maybe because they maybe spread a lot of things out. They have a lot of events in different parts of the city that were just like Comic Con adjacent or related to. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm ready to move on to Comic Con. How about you guys? I am. I'm ready. I, w- I was ready when I got there. As <laughs> soon <laughs> as I walked in. All right, uh, let's go over some review stuff. Uh, our man Giuseppe reviewed Drive Club, which garnered 520 fucking comments. That's it. I, I at some point I couldn't even tell. This was a, I couldn't tell if this was a car thing or or people are just insane. But you guys really love talking about Drive Club for whatever reason. I I, I don't get it. I'm happy I'm not a car person because I probably would then jump in like, no, fuck you. These wheels are more round on this thing instead of you. But uh, but yeah, I love when I see stuff go like that forever because the conversation takes like so many weird directions. It's like, how do you give this game the same other thing? This game is this score. You 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 hate cars. This game's lacking. Yeah, how? Oh, it was beautiful. If if you get a chance, don't even read the review. Just cycle through the comments. 
and just see the many different ways a, a conversation can take. It's, the it comment is, section is like the world star hip hop comment section of video games. Pretty much, yeah. You know what? We can can we start promoting that that we are the world star hip hop of gaming? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, just and a hip hip hop a hip hop gamer might get mad though if, if we start calling ourselves that. So <laughs> oh, we would totally be doing like a whole cross promotion thing. I, I, I'm <laughs> gonna get I'm gonna first of all I'm gonna get hip hop gamer on the shot because he said he would do it. He said it. Oh, yeah. he, yes. he said he'd do it. So I'm I'm definitely getting it because I, I ran into him uh, like Wednesday or Thursday night. Two hundredth episode needs to be the hip hop cast and just just. <laughs> <it's just> like, <laughs> I had me and hip hop gamer got to a nice. Not shouting match, because we always kind of get into a shouting match, about, like, I told him I didn't, like, I wasn't really into Destiny. Like, I thought it was a fine game. And, oh, man, was that the wrong thing to say to him? And we got to this, we got to this great discussion about, like, you know, we you know, always say not, always review scores and blah, blah, blah. And, like, really great person to talk to, super nice. But it is, it is an exhausting conversation because he brings the intensity up to here, so you feel like you need to match it. So I'm fucking there matching, too. He's there giving me a hug and yelling at me. I was like, no one hugs me and yells at me. I'm gonna hug you and yell back at you. So I did. It, 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 it was amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna hug you. Tony. I'm gonna hug you harder now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Hug the shit out of you. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure a PR person had to like break us up because they thought we were gonna come to blows. Like, ah, we're, we're pros, man. We just hug. It was great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love hip hop gamer. Uh, but yeah, Drive Club. You should check it out. It just episode. It's pretty good. Um, he also did same. He did the same review for uh, Forza Horizon 2, which I did a video for. Really fun game. It's kind of like if you like Burnout Paradise. Well, the car's crashing, but you like having a bunch of different events to do. You you won't be you can't go wrong with either game, which is great. Uh, I also did a Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition. That's Square Enix's new thing. Is they're gonna re-release games that are fairly re-release all the things. Re-release everything. Just make like, make it 1080p. Make it pretty. Oh, but you want Final Fantasy VII? No, 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 no. Yeah, that's gonna require some work. We don't want to do it. But, yeah, I mean, I figured Sleeping Dogs would probably take some three months of development just to, like, you know, high-risk textures and make it this big. And then there you go. Uh, there, there's going to be a video going up this week. I just did a uh, joysticking with George where I'm calling the the adventures of Naked Wei Shen because Naked Wei Shen throwing people in a trunk, uh, Naked Wei Shen busting criminals. Does, uh, uh, does, does, does Naked Man Shen run into Cobra Jimenez <laughs> at all, or...? Naked Man Shen, no. Uh, Naked Wei Shen, though, does kill a man okay. <laughs> who then comes back to life after he's resuscitated by by paramedics who I then throw in a trunk, and that's on the video. And it is amazing, and that shows me why I really kind of love open-world games because you kind of run into these random dumb events. Like, it's, 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 it's so good. Uh, I'm at to the point of the game where you actually get a gun because the first two, three hours of Sleeping Dogs, you don't get a gun. It's like a kung fu action game. So guns get introduced, the... Uh, the mid-air hijacks get, which is like so unrealistic, makes absolutely no sense, but you have to like suspend disbelief where you can jump out of a car onto another car and then throw the guy out of the car and take control of that same car. Oh, and you can shoot out of the window. So, yeah, if, oh. if, you, if you've never played a Sleeping Dogs before, this is, this, is this is the definitive version that you should get it for. But if you did everything you had to in Sleeping Dogs on 360 or PS3 or PC, it's the same nonsense. You probably won't be into it. But, uh, but yeah, check out. I did a micro review. Uh, it's good, and that video is kind of fucking hilarious. Uh, what else did we do? Uh, we also reviewed. Uh, is it Natural Doctrine? Because I see it's one of those stupid games that have weird caps where they're not supposed to. It's like you know the Watch underscore Dogs thing. Um, Alyssa liked it. You should check it out if you want a deep and complex RPG without a pesky plot. So do that. Uh, what else have we got? Review, oh, Art of Balance. It's a puzzle block game 
that uh, Alyssa absolutely fell in love with. She gave it maybe one of the higher scores I've seen on the site, a 9.5. Uh, you definitely should check that out. Uh, let's, 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 let's grab a box quote from here. The purchase is a no-brainer for those that may have one or both previous versions. Justifying a third-time purchase may be a stretch unless you consider the vast amount of tweaks and upgrades that nearly guarantee a whole new experience. Yeah, 9.5. Pick it up. It's on the uh, it's on the Wii U, I think. Yeah, there you go. You need Wii U games, right? You need a, you, you need games for your Wii U, right? To Smash. Yeah, you just to Smash or, or or Bayonetta, and also if uh, if you get a chance, read Giuseppe's fine. Peace, auto uh, on uh, him respond. Joe, I want Joe. I want to. I want to. I want to tread carefully and maybe find the right words. And if you want to help me, go right ahead. Uh, but you, you're making that face like, nope. This is all you. You step on that landmine, George. Uh, 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 let's just say a person from a let's just say a person from a different outlet. Let's say some reviews editor from a different outlet wrote a review and maybe put in a personal pin, uh, his personal belief or opinion had that factor into his review score as opposed to playing the game as a whole and giving it maybe a fair and honest shake? Is that is that diplomatic enough? I, I think that's the, that's the most political way to put it. I I, I, yeah, because I, I feel like we're going to bump heads with these outlets, with this, with this outlet. After what happened today, we're, I, I, I feel like there's going to be some animosity between... I don't, I don't even know, man, but... Listen, it was, it wasn't. I don't want to say a response to it. It's not like Giuseppe's turning into a battle rapper, but where <laughs> <laughs> is he? Where is he? He's just trying. Uh, the G's move in silence, right? No, um, I don't know what. Yeah, okay. I guess the best way was, um, it, it kind of sucks because you know you had a lot of people that were really excited about Bayonetta, and um, again, this had nothing to do with the score. It doesn't matter what you score it, but mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, just happy you felt some type of way um, because it, it, you know, how do I, how do I explain it? He he said he set it up more as a commentary on maybe modern review scores and maybe how our people are putting in either their own personal bias or agendas right. or in his words his words not mine because personally I think if you review something and want to give it a six out of ten or a five out of ten that's entirely you because to me that's always experience based so if you're playing something right. and you're super offended by it and that's the score you want to give it that is fine I tell people yeah. you know what. You you shouldn't base any purchase off one review. I mean, you right. know, if, if you have a favorite writer who is into the same kind of games you are, and you read that review and you completely agree, more power to you. But if you, right. you know, if you're a Bayonetta fan and you're reading it by someone who maybe isn't a Bayonetta fan, and maybe just like you know, I'm not the biggest Bayonetta like you know anime games. I'm not a huge anime game fan. I'm pretty sure if I played a Naruto game, I'd be like, nope, 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 no thank, nope, nope. Nope, don't want it. This makes no sense. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna see the game. I'm gonna come out of the game at a different angle than someone who's a huge fan who right. can look at it and maybe appreciate it a little bit differently. You know, if the game sucks, that's a different story. But at least right. it doesn't start off with one foot back here instead of being you know both feet together. Well, like, well right. right, and that's the whole thing. So, and in a way, um, I guess the 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 author in question, um, from what I've seen. So, and these are these can all be circumstantial, but from what I've seen, that author in particular. Um, Tends on taking on games that it's kind of like you know he's gonna shit on them and he's taking mm-hmm. them on. As his reviews that are assigning them to himself, like I'm gonna bury this game and whatever. <laughs> but that's that's it's all that's, that's that's entirely up to them though. I mean that's 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 their thing. And it's and if you know if you don't like what a particular outlet does with their reviews or with the way they cover news, you no one is ever holding a gun to your head. Right. Uh, but, but, like, but yeah, but don't be that ad block guy. I don't like when people are like, oh, ad block on, ad block off. I'm like, I, you know what? You're not helping anyone by doing that. 
from 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 knowing that editor personally and and knowing their taste and all that, I don't I don't think it was a case of that. I think it was just more of the review focusing on one aspect of the game that a lot of people thought, you know, in this case being the over-sexualization of Bayonetta as a character, and so, like, at least for the majority of the review, focusing it on just that one aspect and kind of ignoring the other aspects of the game, and I feel like that's kind of where where yeah. a lot of people, like, you know, kind of took offense to that review in particular. Just, right. You know, and, you know, like, yes, the sexualization is is an aspect of the game, but, you know, there are also other things like, you know, just the actual game itself, like the gameplay, the graphics, the, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think a lot of people felt like, what's that? Or, of the yeah, video game part of it. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm just saying, like, you know, like, the I, I think a lot of people just felt like the review kind of, like, that a lot of people, like, with modern reviews, that they're they're focusing less on those aspects and focusing more on, you know, other other aspects that have to do less with the quote-unquote game part of it, so. Well, I, I feel like it's like, all right, um, you know, uh, let's say a movie, a movie critic who hates over-the-top violence, well, how's he going to go into a Quentin Tarantino film? What's the mindset going into that? Mm-hmm. You know, is he going to judge it fairly? He or she going to judge it fairly based on its cinematography, its script, its dialogue? Or will it, will that reviewer also jump into it and say, well, you know what? Um, I didn't like, I didn't appreciate the violence. So this is why I docked it points. It was too much at certain points. This is why I docked it and take that personal stance on it. And I think that's what kind of stood out in that review. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's the thing when you're, I guess it's the kind of the weird cross you have to bear when you're reviewing a piece of media. Like, you know, it's not like a Consumer Reports reviewing like a toaster or like a CNET review of like a television. There is a, you know, there's kind of like a, a checklist that, you know, people right. looking right. for TV, they know right. what to look for. Color aspect, you know, how many inputs, blah, blah, blah. Right. One input, it loses three fucking points. Like, you don't really have that in games, so it's like everyone has to use their own kind of personal scale. And, right. and there is no uniform scale. I feel like those right. days no. of like that Game Pro five for graphics, five for story, five for blah blah blah. I think right. that actually was like a. De- I think in a, in a way that was kind of like a detriment because there were some games that like shitty art are super amazing and like I I would rather give a game with shitty art or it blew my mind. I will give that game a ten. And like you know if the art sucks, I don't care. Like it's like I said, it's a, it's about personal experience. Like if he played it and said, you know what, this oversexualization is driving me fucking nuts, where it's hindering my enjoyment of this game, then, you know, I feel like, yeah, if it's valid, that's fine, but I feel you need to be able to articulate, and I was only feel like that's, you know, when people talk about reviews and stuff, you know, I'm ranting, go, what are you saying? No, 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 but, <laughs> but was it like, was it like surprise boobs, or was it like, I know there's going to be boobs in this game. <laughs> it's no surprise, you knew what you were getting into, you saw the costume. Yeah, I mean, exactly <laughs> her, co- her costume is her hair, and then her hair turns into things, so when they're things, she's naked, it's... Know what you're walking into. It's the sequel. It doesn't look upon right, so it's gonna do things more over the top, more ridiculous <laughs> the first time, right? Like it's it's kind of like being offended by playing a Saints Row game, you know? I mean, you knew what you're getting yourself, you know what you're signing up for at this point, especially if you're reviewing games. You know, you're not a consumer picking it up off the shelf without any previous knowledge and saying, "Oh my God, how does content get in here? You know, what kind of people publish this? I'm offended." No, you knowingly went into it and said, you know what, I'm going to dock points because it's a little too much now. <laughs> I, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I mean, like I said, it, we're always going to have this review score discussion. And oh, I know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's the argument of, like, how come you don't like the game I like? And, that, and at the end, that's what it boils down to. And, you right. know, 
and I feel like the people who are complaining about the game already are going to buy the game and not going to change. Oh, yeah, so the number, so to me, the number doesn't even matter. The, that review is not for, for is not for you. It's for right. someone else who's like, "What the hell's Bayonetta? I have no idea what this is." So like, and they'll look at it and be like, "Well, that's a six. I mean, and when you see a game like right. that, especially like those middling, you know, middling scores, you're just kind of like, "All right, they gave it a six. Let's see who else gave. It. Oh, they gave it a nine. They gave it an eight. But obviously, the score is like an outlier. So maybe I don't have to take this person. Maybe I don't. You know, maybe I'm not going to give value or credence to that one because I have a different taste in games than that person does." Right. Which is fine. Like I'm a big fan of like, hey, you know, I don't really, I'm not into, I'm not into soccer, but you know what? I played FIFA and I gave it a chance to impress me. So if, to me, I feel like the game has to work a little bit harder to grab a non-soccer fan and be like, and you know what? It did. I was like, I actually, done. well, to be fair, if you have any character creator where I can throw myself into the game, you, I'm immediately like, all right, I'm into the shit. So <laughs> that's that, that's FIFA. So again, that that's all you want to say, Ron. What's your last word on reviews? Um. That's amazing. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> um, no, I'm teasing. Go right. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. No, I, I mean, I can understand, you know, both sides of the argument a little bit and, like, you know, why the elements in Bayonetta in particular might be a little off-putting. Um, but I can also see, you know, kind of the, the outrage that a lot of people had in regard to that review just, you know, because it kind of... I, I felt like the criticisms that were in the review were fair, but I felt like maybe, you know, people were right that, like, maybe the review focused a little too heavily just on that one aspect to, to solely judge the game, you know, and while kind of not ignoring but not, like, you know, covering covering all the bases of, Is like, it, what, what the game has to offer, so. And just, again, we're going to move on from it, but I guess, like, and, and it was pointed out, even within the comments of that outlet, you know, everyone was saying, like, why don't you write another piece about this? Why, yeah, it, why, it felt like it should have been its own editorial. It should have been an editorial, yeah, right. not an editorial within a review. Yeah, I, I think that was it. That was a point that Giuseppe brought up in his editorial that I that I agreed. You know, that I, I definitely thought was really good was that you know if you're going to cover things like that, you know, you could cover it more. You know, you could cover it more in an editorial where you can focus just on that one subject. You know, versus using it in a, in a review, which I think you know a review can't be completely objective. Like there's there's no way that you can make a completely objective review. But I think you know you do kind of have to have a little bit more of that objective mindset when you're doing a review because you're you're focusing on like the the quality of the game versus the like more the con- you know, the the content in it or something like that. Okay, I, I probably didn't explain that the way I wanted to. But anyway, that's all. Right, it, was, it was it was beautifully eloquent. It was eloquent. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And I and I and I love you for it and I'm speaking <laughs> of love, I'm going to use that as a really bad transition to the game Hatred. And uh, I'm glad Joel came on here because uh, we're we're not going to talk about why it's funny, but not the game itself, but some surrounding events <laughs> with this game. So, hatred. It is a it is a video game. It it re- they released a trailer today. Um, uh, dest- okay, destructive creations. Uh, fuck. Uh, exactly. Uh, so this development team released a trailer for their game called Hatred. Okay, fine. The trailer itself, and if we're going by the trailer, this game is about is about a crazy person giving some sort of weird manifesto, like, people are human scum and worms that deserve to be blah, blah, blah. You know, very angry 15-year-old scribbling in the back of a notebook type nonsense. The game is essentially you going on a killing spree, killing innocent civilians, uh, police officers, apparently people who can't fight back and you, you 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 stick your gun in people's faces and you blow them up. And apparently, none of these people are actual bad guys. You're the bad guy. And 
Yeah, if you get a chance to look at that trailer and just be... We were sitting there and just worried about, oh my god, these Fox News reports are going to be like, we were right, told you, video games are bullshit. Look, look, they're making people crazy. Uh, yeah. You know what, Joel, you talk about hatred. I'm kind of... I, I, need, I, need a I can't. Uh, again, I still can't even. Um, <laughs> I know, uh, honestly, I, um, I showed it to my wife and she was like, I need you to turn that off right now. She was like, "This is that's like way too much." And I told her, "I, I, I, uh, I call I told her like before. I was like, I kind of like you know, gave her the, the like, warning. This, this is gonna be offensive. I just want to show you. This is the craziness that went on today." So I showed it to her, and her face. She was just like, "So basically, yeah. I mean, you, you described it perfectly. I mean, it yeah. was, you know, it's it's basically a mass murder simulator." Yeah, and, and the and, point of the game is to commit uh, a suicide by law enforcement, like. Mm get yourself killed by cops or whatever, I guess, get the highest wanted level or whatever it is, and, you know, I guess that's the end game? I don't even know. Yeah. And, because are you yeah. supposed to keep shooting? I, I don't know. All I know is... And, and all we know, there's, there's, there's no... There's no and, and there's no there's no parody, there's no satire, you know, people are making so, it, oh, maybe it's just being offensive to be offensive like Postal. Like, Postal right, had this no. attempt at humor. Yeah, and, like, no Gary Coleman here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're, not, you're not peeing on anyone, setting, you know, you are probably setting people on fire. It seems like that kind of game. But you're not peeing on anyone. There's no, there's no like wink, wink, nod, nod going on. Uh, the developer seems to be really eating this up, as opposed to saying like, oh, like, you know, obviously this is, it's not being published by any big publisher because I'm pretty sure if you walk into an EA office or an Activision office, they're like, guys, I got the great idea for you. So imagine you play this game where you look like the guy from The Crow, but instead of killing gangsters <laughs> who killed your family, you're just killing innocent civilians. Huh? 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 <laughs> No, they're just not happening. Um, yeah, so the developer is doing like really like troll-like tweets. Was like, oh man, wait till people see this; they're gonna be super offended, and just taking the total wrong approach. I mean, if if the idea was to get publicity for your game, I think they did it, but not the type of publicity the rest of the gaming industry wants. If people are talking, then you're doing your job right. right? So. Yeah, I, I again, that's I think that's what bothers me is just because the game is designed to get a rise out of people and just be controversial for the sake of being controversial. Like, you know, because I think a lot of people brought up, like even Al, you know, uh, brought up that, you know, the game is like, you know, the violence that was in the trailer is in games like GTA and, and Watch Dogs and things like that. So the violence isn't really the you know, the thing that's shocking, I think it's just, you know, I think it's just different with this game because it's, like, it's, you know, G GTA and all those, like, at least have, like, satire and some other elements that, you know, and they have, like, consequences for that violence, whereas this is just, like, unrelentingly violent. And well, also, like, those games that are super offensive, the plot was never to kill a bunch of innocent people. Like, right, it was, like, right. something that could happen. Yeah, like, something could happen as collateral damage to, like, the realism of a game. Like, hey, you know, if you're having shootout with the cops, you just sold a bunch of cocaine. Like, yeah, you know, someone's gonna hit by a stray bullet. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. what, you... And you get docked for that. Like you so, get. So this is like this is like kill people. Get more yeah. points for killing innocent people. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I want to give these guys the benefit of the doubt because maybe this is just their like we're gonna get a rise in people and then we find out actually all those people you're shooting are actually like secret Nazis and like if that's the thing, <laughs> fine. But we had no indicator from that. I'd love yeah. to you know I'd love to hear a comment from the developer saying like, yeah, we're, let's talk a little bit more about this game. Like I want to know if this game will show up at like a PAX or an Indicate or something and see what happens there, and really see where they're coming from. And just maybe this is just a small snippet of the game. Like we don't know. Maybe maybe this is just a part in the game where you're just playing a crazy guy's dream, and then you're you have to or maybe you know. In my head, I'm hoping the elaborate troll is you know you're killing all these innocent people. You get suicide by cop, and all of a sudden. You're playing. You, they 
turn the table and you're playing the cop who kills you're them. You're playing the cop, right, right. Yeah, or they, they, like something that. weird twist like that where people are going to be like, where, you know, developers will be like, see, you guys thought we were assholes, but really, we're fucking, <laughs> we're our team. <laughs> Let's hope that's what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's what it is. I don't think so because, no, that, no they're doing everything wrong. It's like horrible on all levels. That's why as soon as I saw the Unreal logo in the beginning, I rewound it. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, and well, that's the story. The story is Unreal came out and said, like, they are using our logo unofficially. We do not endorse yeah. this game. <laughs> don't even know how they got our fucking license. Don't even know how yeah. they use it. We never sold them an Unreal Legend. Yeah. They must have stole it. Someone called mm-hmm. the FBI. Like... Well, that's the whole thing, though. No, I mean, they admitted, like, hey, anybody can, you know, use our engine right. as long as they're paying for it, you know, in so many words. So I think that was the situation here. They licensed the Unreal Engine, and they were, like, they, they kind of, like, displayed it, like, proudly. And in my head, I'm thinking, like, they displayed it so that way they can kind of, I guess, legitimize the mm-hmm. level product that they're putting together. Yeah. So um, I, I, you know, I contacted Epic Games, and I was like, is this legit? <laughs> 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 like, are you guys? aware of this, and then that's when they hit us with that statement, and we published it, but um, first, yeah, that was, you, first, you saw it here first, the dual Uh yeah, that was first <laughs> don't ask around, though but, that was <laughs> but um so, you, so, no, we got, we, so we got the post up, and um yeah, I, I, I dug around a little bit, I saw that they released a statement to GameSpot um, mm. that the, the, the publisher's not, I mean the publisher, the developer doesn't even know if they're going to be able to get on Steam, or or God, I mean, or God, there's, or, the, there's no I mean, way this. The hell is gonna. <laughs> there's no way this gets anything less than an AO like rating, pretty much. Is like, yeah. and and you know, if it has, or even if it gets a rating at all, and if it either in either case, it won't be able to be you know distributed through a lot of you know like publishers and I mean, all that. And I'm always one of those people. I'm very sensitive to censorship. So at no point do I want to say we should pull this game off the rack. You I mean you have to kind of let the the industry and the and, and the consumers, poli- you know. You tell them if you don't want this game, then you know if you don't want this game to exist, you just simply don't buy it and yep. don't. Let, you know this is a good time to see the ESRB do their job, where they look at it and be like, yeah, you know what, this game fucking AO. All right, good luck. <laughs> Watch this game get kickstarted by 8chan and self-published. <laughs> yeah, I just oh god. Uh, I mean, yeah, if they want to go the self-publishing route, fine, you can do that, and then just you know what, like these, these the the sick crazy person will find this game and play. Well, that's, yeah, and that's yeah. It's just really crazy. I don't know, it's just really yeah. crazy. I mean, I mean if, you, if you go through to the dark corners of the internet, you're going to find, like, mass shooting, like, flash games and mass shooting, like, Unity games, just yeah. what people do in their spare time. Like, I hope it gets kind of reserved to, like, that fringe part of, like, the gaming environment. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't say we should pull it. I think, you know, let, let the industry just say, like, this is terrible. No. It's like when a shitty movie comes out. Like, what do people say? Just don't watch this fucking movie. And, the, you, know, people, you know what people do? They say, oh, you know what? That, that makes sense. I just won't right. watch it. Like, don't don't give this game any support. You know, like, yeah, like, you know, blah, blah, hatred. Oh. It's like, <laughs> you, you sit there and you just kind of wonder, well, how do we do anything we do? And, like, this kind of not, like, this is going to be the only thing normal people talk about when you say, right. like, 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 those video games, right? Yeah, you cover video games, right? Oh man, that hatred—that's so weird. I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk about. It. It's like this yeah. gate or just any other nonsense. Just like, no, we're just like more I think, than this. Like, yeah, just, just, <sighs> you know, this coming on the heels off of you know, like the more recent like you know, gaming media coverage and all that—that's been showing gaming in not a really positive light 
doesn't really do much favor. Even showing us as the worst people in the world. Yeah. When you get when you get people trying to defend video games for all their, and then you get a game like Hatred that comes out and just like completely slaps. Art, man, you make it feel something. All those people that like try to defend games as art and you know something meaningful, and then you get this game that just just slaps them in the face with a dick, you know, and just like it's basically. Now you got Bill O'Reilly filling up his propaganda gun with morality. Yep. Yeah. It's like yes. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we need Adam Sessler to come back and calm us all down. I feel like he's like, you know, we need Adam Sessler to come because he he essentially just left gaming because he was like, you know, I'm I'm done with this bullshit, and he just kind of disappeared and like rode off into the sunset. I need him to re- I need to come back like fucking Wolverine. And he's gonna be our he's gonna be our uh, no he's gonna be like Gandalf in uh, in Return of the King where he's just showed up two towers when he when he. He doesn't show up, uh, you know, he shows up when he exactly needs to, so. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, but, yeah, you know, it's getting like Let's run through some really quick news things, and you guys, I will I will mention a news headline. You guys will tell me how much you care about it in, in, in any, in one or th- one to three words you can tell me. Okay, I just drooled. It's fine. Okay, PSN friends list returns on PS4, PS3, and Vita as Sony brings back systems online. The friends list was down. There was an outage, but you can finally see your friends on your PlayStation stuff. They didn't so, notice. Right. <laughs> Wait, sorry, what's that? Your friends list on your PlayStation stuff disappeared for like three hours and now they're back. How oh, I, did, I, didn't log on my PS, I didn't log on my PS3 today, so I didn't notice. But anyway, so it's like... <laughs> there's Hyrule Warriors Master Quest DLC coming. Ryan, you're, you're a Zelda thing. That's, that's all Ryan. Yeah, but I don't... I, I mean, I don't have a Wii U, but... Three anyway, Yeah, it was like... <laughs> I don't have none. <laughs> no, we you. Ugh. Okay, no. we're, we're we're done with that. Oh, ESPN three guys. That's ESPN tres for our bilingual viewers out there. We'll broadcast the League of Legends World Championship Finals this weekend. Finally, esports is real. It it is. It's getting the coverage it deserves. And I'm being facetious, but it yeah. It you you can you can go to a channel on your television set. I'm and sure MLG right now was probably shitting themselves. Hey, they had yeah, their chance. It's, <laughs> it's, it's only a matter of time until America becomes Korea, where we just constantly have like Star StarCraft channels, and you know, it's like it, it's only a matter of time. So, so no one gives a crap. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> no one's a league player. No one here is a league player. Nope, I don't no. do I don't no, do MOBAs. So, so. I, yeah, I I don't I don't do them either. I've tried to get into it, but there's such like a brick wall of a barrier. I, feel, yeah, I, I think that they're awesome. I just I can't. I don't can't, know. Yeah, it's it's tough to get into that community because people, it's it's trial by fire. So the only way you get yeah, there is by getting your ass kicked. Everyone's like, you suck. Get out of here. It, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like when my friend that plays MOBAs put it. <clears throat> they were like, you know, they're like, oh, you played 200 hours a league. Oh yeah, you you're, you're like a newbie. You know, you're just starting out. So it's like I'm just like yeah, I can't I can't even deal. <laughs> Ryan's like, I have a job. <laughs> no, no, it's just even like I don't think I think I haven't even played a game for that long, pretty much. It's like not even Smash Brothers. I don't think I played that long. And like, <laughs> that's funny. Guys, did you know? No. That this day, 13 years ago, this small indie company called Capcom released a game about a white-haired gentleman. Hero, if you if you, if you ask me personally, a hero. Some may say an anti-hero, dressed in all red, went by the name of Dante. Devil May Cry came out 13 years ago. Uh, yeah, it was a while ago. This is cool hair. Dante was very big in that anime craze when when 
cool protagonist didn't say much and had white hair and big sword. Also, also trench coats and no shirts. Coats, uh, that coats. too. So that was that that inspired a lot of really bad cosplay. Uh, uh, yeah, Devil May Cry's thirteen years old. Where were you thirteen years ago, Ryan? Oh, you were born. Joel, where were you thirteen years ago? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 a, I'm a terrible bad human being. I'm, I'm sorry. I, was say, I play. I play Devil May Cry, yeah. but now I'm not even going to be in the conversation <laughs> anymore because you know. So. Ryan was not in utero. He was alive and well. Well, <laughs> uh, Devil May Cry. No. Um, I remember playing this at Yaris's house. Actually, um, we were both. Uh, I don't want to say it. We were both. Uh, 16 or 17 years old. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, and that was that long ago. That's that really sucks. I was yeah, I was 15. <laughs> and you know, at, at 15 year old George, 15 year old George, this game was right up my fucking alley. Oh, this no, this Devil May Cry was rad when it first oh, came out. I mean, yeah, it was, it was he, had, he had the attitude. He had the cool clothes. Yeah. He, he got the girl, and he got her by being a dick. He was just like whatever. And it and it looked it was like an amazing visual wow. game at its time. On yeah. the, I mean, the PS2 really, really kicked ass. Mm-hmm. Like when you look back at the time, like visually, like you talk about. So I think the same year you had Devil May Cry. I feel I, I'm pretty sure you had the original God of War. Uh no no God of no? No, God of War the original one was 05. Oh okay. Yeah, it was a lot later, but. Okay. Yeah, it was that. How's yeah, that it was later. later. Good lord. Yeah, Jesus. God of War is almost ten years old. Next year, it's gonna be kicking ten. So. Oh my God. <laughs> That's how I feel when I meet people who are born in like late nineties. It's like, well, when you I was born nineteen ninety nine. I was like, ah, you're you're not even. Are you a person? Like, I, what? I, yeah. <laughs> Wait, the, was O five? You sure? Yeah, it was O five. I yeah, I am sure. That was that was, wow. that was that was a George that was a freshman in college George. That is way later. Jeez. I, I was I was a goatee dude. I was goatee back then. Oh man. I, I looked like an ecstasy dealer when I was at uh, two thousand five. Like, <laughs> I had this really sick goatee, like just chin though. Like I didn't I got rid of this. The chin I had these really weird cyberns going on. Did you say a chindo on the uh right there? <laughs> what, what happened? Never mind. Never mind. Uh yeah, I I I, I looked <laughs> I, yeah, it was, that was a tragic day as far as my fashion sense was concerned. But yeah, Double McCarthy, it looks like we cared. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Guilty Gear Zerd Dash <laughs> Sign Dash is coming to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 3 December 16th in North America. There's a demo out right now. We have footage on the... There is a demo, yes. It's on, on our website, dualshockers.com. You can see a demo stuff happening. There's a trailer, too. But uh, yeah, you Guilty Gear fan, anyone... Uh, I, lo- no. I, lo- I love the uh, the style. I just uh, for me the the fighting. I I just I'm still a very much a Capcom fighter guy. Really, I'm gonna play any fighters. Yeah, I thought Guilty Gear was a good palate cleanser if you were just kind of tired of these 3D fighters and like I'm not a real Street Fighter guy. Like this this was a good 2D fighter alternative if you wanted to be like the cool like you know. No, I don't play Street Fighter. I play like, like you know. Some people are just like, no, I'm into black. I'm into Blaze Blue, and it's just like, oh, sorry, cool guy. We'll get away from you. Uh, Ryan, Ryan, were you a Guilty Gear fan? Were you a Soul Bad Guy fan? Which is maybe no, I'm sorry, worst I've never, game. I've never, never played any of them. So oh, sorry. You should, because the announcer was like Soul Bad Guy. I'm like, I can't believe. Ugh, the video games are dumb. Like, that was a, that was his name. And, and Soul Bad Guy. Soul Bad Guy. S O L. Uh, uh, too bad uh, Al's not here. NBA 2K15, they're they're going to be re- releasing a patch addressing numerous issues. And like, that, it's not working when it's not connected to the internet. I'm hearing like. <laughs> 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 
I heard that game is wrecked. I don't know. Listen, uh, the patch has been submitted to Sony and Microsoft and are addressing, among other things, being booted off my park. <laughs> so one of the one of the bugs, and let's call it a bug, okay, you know, because bugs need to be squashed, is they, there's a mode called My Park where it's essentially playing street ball against your boys and stuff, which, you know, play a game of 21. That, that's really cool. That's, you know, the 2K, 2K basketball has been always amazing in that regard. You can sometimes get just booted out of the game, and the game will play itself out while you're still there but not playing. So you're actually sitting through a game being played by CPUs, but you can't play because you got disconnected for whatever reason. And and all this has to do because they added that uh, virtual currency. So you need to almost it's basically an online an online offline game. You need to always be online to make sure you're not cheating with your virtual currency because you can actually pay real money for it. And God forbid they can get exploited. And, and now you can gamble VC, but they're not calling it gambling. I forgot what they're calling it, but Al was telling me like wager. You know, <laughs> you, you ever wagered any VC on the court, Joel? You know, <laughs> play game twenty one. Apparently, yeah. Al is turning into Woody Harrelson in uh, White Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I can't, I can't do it now because Al was really like Al, Al was kind of like stone faced through everything, so it's just like doing an impression just seems really boring. It's just, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> got these Jordans. You want to check out these Jordans I got? Like De- Destiny and shit. Yeah. So yeah, Destiny. And shit. That, that's pretty much verbatim what I'll talk. It's just Destiny and shit. Uh, uh, Chris Manning said on Twitter, uh, "New patch looks to address a ton. We're keeping an eye on all. Strong emphasis on all your feedback, and the dev team is working hard on remaining issues. So does this sound like an issue of a game being? We need to get this fucking basketball game out before the basketball season starts because that's." No. Stuff- I, I I think look from from what from all everything that's that's related to it, it's all about keeping the player online and keeping VC flowing. Mm-hmm. So this game was like, how can we get people to spend as much money as yeah. possible before next year's game? Get that VC. Maybe they'll fix the character creator because apparently you use the camera on the character and it turns you into a human monster. I'm sorry, uh, you haven't uh, tried that to bring yourself into the I've, game. I'm, I'm getting there. In, uh, all right. There will be a joystick and a George where Cobra Jimenez <laughs> will take the blacktop <laughs> and fuck up some people on the street. Just saying. And I would do the full face on there. And I don't take it as is, too. I'm not going to fix it. I'm just going to... So if I look like some sort of weird alien, that's just going to... That's just more embarrassing when I beat you on the court, man. We'll just let it rock. Oh, man. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Halo Spartan Strike announced as a twin stick, twin stick sequel. Halo Spartan Assault. That insanely popular twin stick shooter. Halo Assault. Oh. I, lo- I love Microsoft swag, man, because mm-hmm. they have money just to throw around for days. They're like, you know what? Hey, hey, when, when we sell that first one, fuck it, let's make another one. Hey, when we were talking about like, you know, the console wars, and who's like, and, and and to me, Microsoft will win because they literally have infinity money. That is, <laughs> they, they they have they have a cheat code as far as the Grand Theft Auto. Here's a million. Oh, we're out of money. Oh, here you go. There's another ten million dollars. <laughs> They they will they they will buy exclusives. They they um, apparently they are paying Ubisoft to prepare it. Oh, it's like oh no, let's not. Like, can you make this shit not so shiny? Here's ten million ten million dollars to make it not as shiny. And 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 just to set the record straight, that 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 is not true. That's not that's confirmed. It's just angry internet saying things because they're that's what you can do on the internet when you're angry is you can say things. Uh, all right, so no one cares. All right, great. Uh, <laughs> for it. Poor, poor thing. Uh, oh, my PlayStation TV is available now in North America, ladies and gentlemen. And George still doesn't know what it actually does. <laughs> is it a Vita? Is that what it is? You're telling me it's a Vita? <laughs> it's a Vita, I guess. Okay. Well, uh, the more, the more, you know, 
Yeah, I can see Vita sometimes. I, you know, I, I PS4 don't. Extender other times. I I, I don't. Want I think that's the best way to put it is a PS4 extender, pretty much. Oh, it's like. <laughs> And the funny thing is, I wrote this fucking article, and I'm like, I left, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I, I, I think I just have a, a dull spot for a so, PlayStation TV, for whatever reason. So one of the things that, that everyone's failing to mention, too, on this PlayStation TV thing, so I'm just keeping quiet like I'm watching on the sidelines, so the way remote play works is that it lowers the, the, the fidelity of the game, that way you can stream it to your Vitas, right? right? So like the Vitas for, uh, 960 by 540, so a PlayStation downscales the game so it can transmit to your Vita. So on this thing, your game gets downscaled to the Vita resolution and then upscaled back up to 720. In other words, your PS4 games look like shit, but no one's mentioning that. But it's cool. We're just going to let that rock. I'm just going to continue sipping my tea here. Uh, I, I, I had a conversation with some of the numerous Comic-Con after parties of some person really sort of like, no, no, I love my Vita. I can fucking play. I was playing Destiny in the bathroom. And I'm like, I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, you can't put that... Like, how, how long are your dumps where it's just like, oh, man, I can't yeah. not stop. I just rated right now. Yeah, I just rated, son. And I'm like, it is unhealthy for you to be on the toilet for that long. That is how you actually develop Your ass will come yeah, through. I mean, you could, you could, you know, in that time, you could, like, you know, either finish a, date, a raid in Destiny or you could, like, finish Killzone Shadowfall. You know, you could, like, do oh. either one. So it's like... <laughs> Ryan, just dig in that Killzone Shadowfall. Like, go get him. Uh, yeah, I still don't know what it is. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I guess we talked about the... Uh, so Ubisoft released a statement. Well, no, they did not. Uh, this is another one big rumor thing. Apparently during the Giant Bomb cast by the fine people over at Giant Bomb, uh, they got a letter from a guy claiming to be a, a Ubisoft employee, let's say, who addressed the, the PSN no parody hashtag. And, oh, my God. And, uh, okay, so he claimed that... The reason why both games are running at nine, you know, was it 900p and 60 frames or 30 frames a second? Basically, reason why both games are not going to look as good as they are on the PC is they're saying that trying to make the game uh, 1080p on the PS4 and running at a decent frame rate was a nightmare. Not saying they couldn't do it. They were just saying they rather would just put it down to a place where the game ran smoothly, fine, where everyone was happy. They, you know, Microsoft's... Everyone. Every, every, the, you know, the, the guys paying for the TV spots are happy. Not the death studio. The, the, you know. Make sure that everybody outside of Ubisoft does happy. Yeah, so... so and, and to me, I, I, and to me it's, too, it's too hard to tell, and you can't really know because all this is rumor and speculation. No, I know, I know. We, don't know, we don't know if this is backpedaling or if it's true. I mean, if it's true, if it's true, it does make sense, where it's like, hey, you know what, we can make it look this game, but the game might run like crap. And there is a lot of shit going on on screen from yeah. what we've seen of Unity. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of stuff going on. There's a lot of NPCs. There's yeah. all, like, a lot of NPCs. It's, it's, it's kind of like you're getting the Assassin's Creed that you were shown in a trailer 10 years ago and you're finally getting it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and you know what? If I'm getting that Assassin's Creed, fine. You know what? Run it at fucking 900p. As long as you prom- give me that game you promised me 10 years ago, I'm okay with that. Right. Uh, but yeah, but they're saying there was no shady backroom dealing, even though I guess it's just more fun to think about like the name of the sleazy Microsoft guy. <laughs> briefcase of like $10 million just talking to some French guy at Ubisoft like, hey, Jacques. <laughs> I'm just going to leave this briefcase that may be full of money here and I'm going to leave the room. With a piece of paper of resolution in there. Yeah, and I'm going to leave just a note with a number on it. I'm going to tell you what the number's for. <laughs> Interpret it any way you will, and you know he leaves. He leaves the room. The shock is like, oh, man, that shit was crazy. Opens up the suitcase, ten million. Sucker f- the blue. 
Chocolate blue, 10 million French rubles, or I don't know, what's the currency? The euro. Opens yeah. up, and there is a folded note with a, just a famous Jacques. He unfolds it, and it says 900p. <laughs> he puts it down. It's like, I know, what, I know what to do. I know what needs to be done. He goes, I know what to do. And there you go. The, I, I've unveiled. That's the scandal. That's what happened. You, internet, you were right. Dude, wow. Well done, Internet. I, I applaud you. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm done. Uh, all right, and make sure and, and read our read our previews and stuff on the website for Comic Con before I forget. Also, uh, uh, Joe, we have a giveaway going on. Tell us about that giveaway now. Oh, we do. Yeah, we're giving away uh, four copies of uh, Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. And the cool thing about this is that the reason it's a weird number for four because it's usually like one copy, two copies, whatever. So four is kind of a weird number. Where like initially we were gonna do. You know, one PS3, one Xbox 360, mm-hmm. one you know, one PS4, one Xbox One. But then we figured, oh shit, you know, what if the first person wins and he's like, all right, I want the PS4 version, and then the right. second person wins, and then there's no you know Xbox whatever version. Well, you know, we kind of wanted to avoid that. So four copies, winners get to pick. Winner gets chosen on uh, on Halloween, October 31st. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, not chosen. The contest ends on Halloween. Winners will get chosen afterwards, and we'll ship that game right to your house. Great, and if you so win, after, so after you're done pooping, I'm sorry, I stepped all over your joke, right? I'm sorry, sorry. it's okay. Oh, no, no. So when you're when you're done pooping your pants in uh, you know Alien Isolation and Evil Within, you got Call of Duty to kind of you know to think up on it. So there you go. Yeah, yep. I'm really, I'm I'm, uh, I'm sorry, I stepped all over that. Uh, okay, that's uh, fine. But yeah, if you win stuff from us, take a picture and tweet it out. Show us, you know. Yeah, seriously. Hey, I, I, you know, that way you're, we're not just trying, you know, it's not just saying like, hey, yeah, we've got games. <laughs> Joe, we don't have any games. Oh, very important side note. So this is a, a story that I'm unveiling on the Shotcast for the first time. The person that won the Destiny PlayStation 4 from us did not check their Gmail tabs, and they were skipped to the next winner. Ooh. Wait, 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 wait. So Locker Dome, uh, the, our emails may come in under your social or promotions tab if you're using Gmail. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you are participating in the contest, just make sure, please, just make sure you're checking those tabs if you use Gmail or you're searching Locker Dome in your inbox in the event that you're chosen. Very, very important. So right uh, now... That's I'm, heartbreaking. Yeah, oh, you want to hear something worse? The <laughs> second winner hasn't responded yet. So, now, uh, so yeah. there's still a chance for you guys. <laughs> it's like the 500th, the 500th person is going to get the PS4. So I'm, I'm driving around with this PlayStation 4 in my trunk. <laughs> like I need a PlayStation 2, please. Oh, it's not in my trunk. Please don't steal my car. Um, so no, it's just, uh, yeah, it's in, it's in safekeeping. But yeah, we're uh, I, I believe that Locker Dome is going to contact the original winner, and we're going to get that sorted out. But. Uh, yeah, so if you are chosen for the Call of Duty Advanced Warfare thing, or if the contest ends and you're wondering if you won, please just make sure and you check. Uh, search Locker Dome in your, in your email to make sure, uh, see if you're on that list. All right, let's wrap things up. Joel, what are you playing right now, this very moment? If you if you were to leave the podcast and if I said, like, Joel, I don't want you here, you blow them, what are you going to play right now? I'll go play Assassin's Creed with Orcs, also known as Shadow Fortress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really that's the only way to describe that game. I'm sorry. They could call it whatever they want. I mean, it has a very cool system with tracking down the captains and the uh, the war chiefs and all that. I'm really digging that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's Assassin's Creed with orcs, and it got to, you know it got pumped up as this like this revolutionary <laughs> thing, and everyone you know gave it like these amazing scores. And I said it's a bad game. I'm having fun with it, but I thought I really thought more of it. You know, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was going to be something else, but I mean, I'm, I'm having fun with it. So. I I play like little short spurts, little hour here, hour there, but it's for I think for that it's enough. But I think if I play more than that, I'm gonna get tired of it quickly. 
Cool. Ryan? Uh, so Smash Brothers still has its hold on me, so I've been playing a lot of Smash Brothers and my bus rides and all that. Uh, other than that, uh, last, since last time I recorded, I finished uh, South Park The Stick of Truth, uh, which I really enjoyed a lot. That was really fun. Um, it was a good game. A lot, a lot of farting, uh, you know, which I might dock some points for. for it. No, I'm kidding. It's fine. But it's like, uh, it, was, it was really good, though. I liked, <laughs> I liked uh, South Park a lot. It was good. And uh, this week I just bought uh, Alien Isolation and Shadow of Mordor, so I'm going to be playing both of those. Uh, I started playing a little Alien Isolation. I'm probably going to play a little bit more after we're done. So, yeah, that's it. Have you had, have you had like, random smash encounters on your commute? Um, like that's happened that like, like playing against people, like playing against people, yeah, or like, yes, this lights up all of a sudden. You're like you're looking around the screen car, uh, like no, 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 not not yet, no, I, uh, <laughs> no, not yet. Uh, eventually though. So actually, I did play against uh, former uh, Dual Shockers writer David Rodriguez, uh, and I beat D Rod. I destroyed D Rod. was <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh, but it was it was really fun. We had a good time playing, uh, even though he did feel kind of butthurt after. But <laughs> sorry, David. Uh, he's, he's gonna listen to this and just like text me and be like, "I hate you." Or something. Uh, Ryan, I've I've been such a bad influence on you. Uh, I what what am I playing? I just picked up Evil Within and Alien Isolation. So I'm gonna tonight. I'm going to just do the scary thing and just record myself being scared for for you guys. I'm doing two episodes, two more episodes of Joystick with George. Alien Isolation and Evil Within, so that that should yeah. be that should yeah. be kind of. I'm, uh, I'm probably, probably going to stream Alien Isolation for a little bit tonight too, so uh, you can check that out after we're done. So. Yeah, and uh, and 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 then of course, right? My favorite part. Joe hasn't been around for my favorite part of the shotcast. Is the, the, the sexy time part? Uh, yeah, sure. No. What? <laughs> what that? Joel's leaving right now. So. <laughs> Joel, Joel, Joel. When 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 you're looking for a cool shirt. <laughs> that might be gaming related. I know you have issues trying to find because how do you even do this? This is amazing. You, it's you, George you, Magic. You've you've, <laughs> Joe, you've you've reached out to me privately saying, George, you I've seen you wear some really cool gaming shirts and said like, can I'm I like, George, where did you get those shirts? Yeah, you're like, can I be a cool guy like you? And I said, sure, Joel. It's weird. Don't you know I bought this off the website you fucking own? He's like, oh, I had no idea. Okay. Uh, wh- tell me more. And I said, yeah, don't you know that we have a T-Public DualShockers page that you can get a cool, like, you know, Joel and Ellie shirt, you know, a, a blue Not shirt. Joel and Ellie, the Joel and Ellie from... Uh... Last of Us. <laughs> Last of Us. Uh, you know, you can get some 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 Solid Snake stuff. Uh, there's Dr. Mario, the virus. Ebola's very topical, so yeah, totally do it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, you go to our T-Public page right on DualShockers.com and it helps us out. It keeps the lights on. It, it you know it lets me write stupid things on a chalkboard. It, it it's what keeps the the, the shot cast going. And just realized something, and which is so hilarious, is I had the camera fixed on Ryan for most of the <laughs> shot as we were talking. Only until now that I just fixed it and realized that now it's doing over. So I'm gonna leave it as is, but also do an audio version just so if you get tired of staring at Ryan just like really getting frustrated that I'm just talking so much. Oh, is it gonna be like an hour and a half of just me being dumb? Like... <laughs> more more <laughs> like an hour fifteen. Okay. Because I did notice at some point, because Joel was talking, like, how come, I, how come I'm seeing Ryan and not Joel? And I'm like, oh fuck. Alright, so yeah, so so for your viewing pleasure, you know, you're welcome that you get to look at Ryan for a solid hour. <laughs> The glorious return of the Shotcast. Uh, Joel, thank you. You are invited no. any time to come on the Shotcast. Thank you for having me. Ryan, same thing. 
Uh, I can't wait to look at all this as I'm editing and just like you know stare at me for an hour and Dude, you were fifteen me. minutes is like <laughs> you're you're gonna hate me because I literally have two videos that are like over six gigs big waiting for you to be edited. Which um, I I hate I can't wait I just can't my enthusiasm right now. Yeah. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching Shotcast episode one ninety. Yeah, sure, one ninety. Once. Mm. One step closer to 200, guys. One step closer to the hip-hop gamer. To the hip-hop gamer. Oh, no, no, he's, he's coming on. He's agreed, all right? He's, he's getting on here. And make sure you guys watch next week. I'm going to have a very special guest, and we're going to talk fucking horror games and Ooh. scary nonsense. Oh, he's like a tease, right? And it's a real special guest. I said special guest last week and got Joel, but... <laughs> but, but like a real person from a, you know... I'll leave it at that. That'd, that'd be cool. Like, and... and Yaris is in, is in the United States now, and he wants in on this. I, I, I've yeah, told him. He literally just messaged me. Yeah, I told him he can come out whenever he wants when he's not busy. And, and he loves playing games full of nope, which is yep. what you're going to talk about next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah, I would say I'm hoping to play more Alien by then, so I could talk yeah. about more nope then. So. We're going to talk about horror games, horror movies, scary nonsense. It'll be super fun. And thank you for watching. It's always a pleasure. Guys, goodbye. I love you. <laughs> Peace out. Bye-bye. Nice.